It's time to continue the Arizona Coyotes player reviews as we go through the offseason on Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio. Carl Pavlik right beside me. We have a special guest. We're going to introduce her in just a moment. But first, I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We will never have a paywall, so you will never have to ever have to pay to listen to our show. But let's get into, into it. First, let's go ahead and welcome our guest, a Arizona Coyotes fan uh, from the state of New Jersey. Interesting. Cam, Cameron, how are you doing? Great. <laughs> Besides being sick, but that's two different things. Well, thanks for coming on this show. We really, pre- we really appreciate it. Like, I think we're hoping to interact with more, more fans out there because there are some awesome Coyotes fans out there. And you're probably one of the mo- more entertaining Twitter fans out there <laughs> for covering, you know, loving the Coyotes out there. <laughs> Entertaining is a broad term. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you might have to leave it at that one. I mean, entertaining in Twitter is probably the best I think anyone can hope for. Uh, just just being entertaining is, I think, something that I'm barely able to do on Twitter. So I am always very impressed with you on on it. I mean, I try. I'm the most boring person in person. So it's like, how do I make myself seem sort of fun? And Twitter is like my way. So that's all. I mean, that's right. You know, that's I mean, everyone has an outlet. I mean, like, you know, ourselves, we got this podcast. I try. I get all my energy out here and outside. I'm just, you know, sometimes dead. So it's okay. (laughs) We all get through that. Yeah. We got a special episode today because we going going we're going back to player reviews. We had two so far. We talked about Anton Strauman at the end of last week, and we talked about Phil Kessel before the draft lottery. Um, and now it's time to get to our third key player, someone that uh, is let's just say, and undoubtedly the Arizona Coyotes MVP of the last season, Clayton Keller. We, I mean, like, there's a reason we also have you on this show. <laughs> We know, yeah. We, we know how this goes. Yeah. Do I even have to say it? Like, you know, is there any introduction for that? I think everyone knows. I think it's just self-explanatory. Yes. Yeah. Probably at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, considering uh, just all of the years I've been watching this team. It is great to see Clayton Keller get the appreciation that I think he has, you know, been kind of lacking these past couple of years. Uh, he has not been the most appreciated in the first year of his contract. And this year he stepped up in ways that were just phenomenal. And he has become a very well-loved player in a very difficult year for him in a very key like point of this franchise history. So 
everything's kind of coming up Clayton. So until you know his season ended, which I was... don't, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I wasn't home, <laughs> and then I went to bed. That's a whole different story. I'm not going to get into it. Oh, I was at I was at the game. Uh, CJ do, do the lower the bowl. Do you <sighs> want the story of what happened then? If we're gonna, I can like shorten it. I can condense it. Sure. So Let's go for it. I was actually I was at a concert the night of, and I got home in time for the third period. Actually, I got pulled over, and then I got home in time for the third period. But still, <laughs> so I get home. I'm like, oh, I could watch it, but I'm not going to. So I go to bed because I have class in the morning. I'm like thinking nothing of it. I wake up in the morning, my entire Twitter's broken, my phone's broken. I'm like, what is happening? Like, what happened last night? That why, like, why is nothing loading? And my entire Twitter was like, don't look. Are you like, are you good? Like, and I was just like, I don't know what happened. So that was a day. Uh, that is just one of those things where if you, if you didn't see it, like, uh, I'm sure it just had to completely blow up your phone. I'm surprised it didn't wake you up. Like I would be the person who's like, why did am I getting 75 messages at three in the morning? Let me just check my phone. And then I would be awake for the rest of the day. But that's so, just me. That's what happened though. I put my phone on do not disturb because I put my phone on do not disturb for everything. So I was like, whatever. And I just went to bed. I woke up at like three in the morning and I kind of saw the notifications, but I was like, oh, he probably scored. And that happens because that's what happens when he scores or does something stupid. So I'm like, all right. I wake up in the morning. It's like six in the morning and I realized what it was. And I was like, I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> like, do I just sit here and cry? So I sat there for the first 15 minutes of my morning and bawled my eyes out. And everyone told me I was overreacting. Yeah. I mean, that's uh... an injury like that. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like if you, uh, when you were a fan, like it, I, I, it hurts. Like I, like I've, 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 I've dealt with, you know, seeing players go down and it hurts. It really yeah. does. Uh, it's, it's, you know, when you are a fan of something, you develop a uh, emotional attachment to it. And, you know, it sucks seeing anyone get injured. Uh, but seeing, you know, your favorite player, I think a lot of Coyotes fans collectively were just like, oh, well, this sucks. This absolutely sucks. And boy, did it absolutely suck because the Coyotes were not a great team without Clayton Keller. He definitely left a big hole uh and i think that's kind of like speaks a lot to him this season like the fact that he did leave that kind of impact uh, i think if there was a criticism for keller the past couple of years it's he didn't always you know have that consistent impact he had that this year there there was a reason for that there's a reason for that i'm not gonna get into it i can't but all i'm gonna say is the coaching staff did not do him any favors until now so yeah, he, he does definitely seem to be faring a little bit better under Bill Armstrong. Uh, I think he is, you know, developed into a more responsible player on his own. I want to give him a lot of credit for just putting in and having a great offseason uh, this past year. But yeah, like I, I do think that he is definitely getting you know a lot of trust. There's a reason that Schmaltz and Keller were the short leash line and under, you know, Bear, they're just, you know, the top line and occasional penalty killers. That is a completely different, you know, role for Keller. That is a different level of trust that he just 
hasn't had. True. Those seven pounds in the offseason really did so much damage for him, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's interesting because – I, you know, I, I was going through a conversation I had with some people talking about physical players and stuff like that. Those who are, you know, willing to get in front of the net and some, and someone's like mentioned with, you know, especially we could talk about the draft. It's like, oh yeah, no, Clayton Keller was one of your great picks. You did, you know, something really solid on that one. I'm like, yeah, but obviously it took him until this year to do it. And uh, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the whole different coaching system because I mean, that's a whole episode right there, <laughs> but difference yeah, on is. coaching between the, between the Tonka system and the, uh, the Torin and Bill Armstrong system. It's, we could go for hours on that. <laughs> yeah. I, could I mean, write an entire essay of an argument on why I hate Rick Tockett. So, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's be fair. Keller did have that, you know, phenomenal rookie season, 23 goals, 42 assists, still his, you know, career high in assists, unfortunately, uh, and points, 65. He looked like he was ready to hit, you know, 30 goals, probably would have hit 70 points if, you know, he hadn't, you know, injured it or gotten injured. So, like, that is definitely a big jump. And it is kind of interesting to see, like, he did great his rookie year, but he never really could find that footing until this past year. Like, I I don't know. There's a lot of factors, but definitely I think the the weight gain is a big one. I think the coaching is a big one. I think just being in hockey for, you know, all of these years now is just working much better for him. I can't argue that. I mean, he had – if you go look at his numbers for – Boston when he played with BU like that was insane and he was a freshman and didn't even finish his full freshman year there and got called up to the Coyotes in like late it was like late March I want to say it was March 31st don't fact check that because now I'm gonna look wrong if I don't know (laughs) I want to say it was like late March that he got called up so uh first game against St. Louis March 27th so, so really I was gonna close. say it's in the Mar- it's in the March area somewhere. March thirty first is like the first. I don't think there is a March thirty first. Now that I think about it, is that a thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is a thing. Is it okay? Yes. Good. Then I just look stupid. <laughs> that's two. That's two completely different things. Anyways, though, um, we still got a lot to get to to talk about this com- uh, this conversation. We re- are reviewing Clayton Keller's season. We're still going to talk some of his highlights, but we also want to talk about what we wanted to see more of. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about our next little uh, our, our next sponsor, Athletic Greens. I run a busy schedule, which means sometimes I admittedly don't have all the time to get all the daily nutrition and vitamins I need for the day. That's why I'm glad I'm able to turn to AG1 from Athletic Greens. It's your one-stop shop, so to speak, of more than 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and all all that good stuff to help you start your day right. Just one scoop of this special blend, and you are on your way to improve and support your gut health, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you are keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, and all the best of it. It just costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going 
to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health to pick up the daily, uh, ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's continue this episode of Locked On Coyotes as we discuss Clayton Keller. We got our uh, our our favorite fan, Cameron, here on this episode to discuss Clayton Keller. Let's go through a couple more highlights um, because, again, uh, Carl, you mentioned it, 63 points for this guy in 67 games, um, all coming up before his injury, just two points shy of, of his uh, of his. Uh, highest of this and that was his rookie year and this is on what the uh first for second year of his mega deal <laughs> that he got yes um and i mean i don't know like did he make up for did did, did he say that he deserves that contract i mean i would i would definitely say so uh for any kind of eight-year deal which he has um i believe eight years right Yes. Eight years, you, 7.56 mil, something like that, eight, right? <laughs> I have to say, it's eight-year, eight 57.2 million. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's like it's like 7.15. Yeah, 7.15. Yeah, 7.15. Is it 1.5? Whatever, yeah, same yeah. thing. Close enough. <laughs> A few million off. I, I do think, like, you can't really know for sure if someone deserves that kind of deal until – it's finished. It's one of those things where you look at in retrospective and you're like, yeah, that was a good deal. Or that deal started off good and got really bad at the end, or it started off good. It only got better. Um, I definitely think he put away a lot of fears about that deal because anytime people talked about Clayton Keller last season uh, or the season prior, it seemed to be sure he's good. But is he worth his contract? Is he overpaid? And that definitely has changed. Yeah, I, don't know right. if I should be allowed to weigh my opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's great no matter what. So I can't say much. You can absolutely say much because there are people who think he is bad no matter what, and trust me, they say it a lot. And you're just I like, I thought a lot of people. I did fight a lot of people on Twitter. I want to say there was a lot of Blues fans I fought last year. That was a different story, but I like completely got into fights. Oh, after the (laughs) 0.7 second goal against the Blues last year, I got into a long fight with the Blues fan, and they were not happy with me, and I was not happy with them. So it's funny because. We've had locked on blues on a crossover several t- a couple times over, over the <laughs> no, last I feel year. Bad. <laughs> this is and probably so bad. I probably just like they, completely ruined it. They hate, but they love Clayton Keller because they're just like yeah. they're just they're jealous that we have him and the fact that he plays his he's best games there. against St. Louis. Because he's from there. He's from yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. Well, technically, he's not from St. Louis. I don't know who he lied to. He's from Swansea, Illinois, and he grew up on that side of the river. And so he's technically from Illinois. But he he told everyone he's from St. Louis and played for the St. Louis like kit, like child leagues or whatever. So I think he lied, but okay. <laughs> eh, it's close enough. Uh, 
I mean, I tell people I'm from Buffalo when really I'm from Jamestown because no one knows where Jamestown is. And occasionally people know where Buffalo is. That's why I just say I'm from New Jersey. And then if people want the specifics, I'm just like, it doesn't work. <laughs> you can, you yeah, but it doesn't, it just doesn't work. I can't say I'm from New York because that is a very yeah, different you're thing. From the city. Yeah. 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 You're from New York state. Like that's too, I, but I feel like, mm, I don't know. Cause if you say you're from New York, everyone assumes the city. Yeah. I surprise. I surprisingly still get people people confused on where I'm from. Like I told them I'm from San Jose, and I am, and they're like, "Where's that?" I'm like, "Really? California? Really? <laughs> yeah. You could just say NorCal. That's fine. I I just told to say in Bay Area. Yeah, that works too. That works too. Uh, but anyways, Clayton Keller, uh, we were supposed to be talking about things that he needs to do better this segment. Yes, let's uh, get let's let's get to that. Things we wish we saw more of. Um. I don't want to start. Uh, I mean, I could, but I don't want to. So I, I liked what we saw with him on the pe- on the penalty kill. I like the idea of Clayton Ke- Keller, penalty killer, even though that is very difficult to say. Um, <laughs> I, I do think the penalty kill was one of the worst aspects of the team, though. I'm not blaming him for it, but I think everyone on that needs to be better at that. And especially, you know, it's his first time playing that key role. I'm going to, you know, be lenient next season. Uh, maybe a little bit of a harsher critic for that. And I, I know that Clayton Keller, like, I think a lot of us kind of understand the role he's taking now. And, um, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, I think he's just going to keep growing in that. I think I want to see him continue that, right? Continue growing, continue bettering the penalty kill, continue bettering any kind of special teams for that matter, because let's be real special, special teams as a whole was absolute crap. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. This is a personal thing. So like, I'll say that I think he needs to be a little more physical when he plays. Obviously he's not the tallest guy and he's not the biggest guy. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard for him to be like, so, some guy like Boston Kraus, where Kraus is going to like lay the body on the guy that's just how he is because he's tall and he's a big guy. Absolutely. Keller doesn't have that as much, but I'd like to see him try. Like, I, I think he has it in him. The other thing is I would like to see him kind of take more of a leadership role because that's why everyone sees Chikrin as captain more than they would see Keller as captain. And obviously there's the trade rumor with Chikrin going around. So I would like if the team's going to build around Clayton Keller. I'd like him to actually like own up to the leadership role a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I do think we saw a part of that. Like he was wearing the A quite a bit, especially at the end. So he is taking those first few steps. But you know, as a player, we only expect better things from Clayton Keller. I, I don't think any of us think that he is at the ceiling. So yeah, I, I definitely think there are Areas where he can make himself a better, bigger piece for the Coyotes. Absolutely. We still got more to get to, though, on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We are discussing Clayton Keller. We are going to give him a player grade and discuss a little bit of his future with the Coyotes and the National National Hockey League in just a moment. But first, Carl has a couple words he'd like to share. So I have a message from our partners at BetOnline. 
They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even the next season uh, NLF futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. If you're someone who's watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, head over to Bet Online. Uh, they were the website that we always used when talking about odds. Definitely a place I would recommend going if you want more information. You can head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So now it's time for my favorite segment on our player reviews. We've only done two, but it's already become my favorite segment assigning a, a, a letter grade to these players as well as talking about their future. Carl, do you want to start off with the letter grade? Uh, sure. Uh, I would give Clayton Keller uh, an A+. He is the MVP for the team. He is – I think he may get the only A+, that I give out. Not sure about that yet. Uh, I haven't thought too much about it. But, yeah, A+. I am 100% with you. A-plus for Clayton Keller. Um, and, again – MVP status, like, again, he, he was the best player on the Coyotes by far. <laughs> um, he, he proved it. He had, again, 28 goals, 35 assists. He he really proved himself. He's proved his worth um, and has become a cornerstone of this franchise. I'm going to get to love that more in a little bit, but he's become a cornerstone, and I think we're going to see a lot of him in the future. Yeah. See, I have to agree with you guys. I was going to actually, like, like, rate him lower, but then you guys said A plus, so I was I have to agree. So <laughs> that that would be funny though if you came <laughs> on the Clayton Keller episode and you're like, actually, be modest. Uh, I was gonna say A, so I wasn't really that far off. There's <laughs> it's a minor thing. If he didn't get hurt, I feel like that would have been like the really like the cherry on top, but. I can't say that. I'll go with A plus. I'm agreeing. Yeah, I try. Like, I, I try to take the injury away because that's yeah. obviously was out of his control. And ha- if like obviously we're playing with what ifs here because if he could, but if he wasn't injured, at what 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 would his total goal total will be? Like like it could have been like a forty goal like a forty goal season. Like it, but we don't know. I mean, if if we're playing that if game, what if he didn't? play a majority of his time with Travis Boyd as his center. Uh I feel like okay, he probably you're tell me you're gonna tell me you were gonna put Barry Hayden on that line. I love Barry Hayden. This is don't no. take me the wrong way on this one. You're gonna tell me you were gonna put Barrett Hayden, who looks too much like Clayton Keller, by the way, <laughs> on the same line as him and Nick Schmall. I just I think I preferred Boyd in that area and I know it's wrong and I know he probably I know Travis Boyd should not be playing top line center but I think I liked him on that line because it gave like Barrett Hayden the time to play with a bunch of other guys and kind of build chemistry with the the guys that are probably going to stick around a little longer and then there's like Travis Boyd (laughs) I don't know it's just it's kind of a weird situation but I don't know who else would you put on that line to center that line you know I mean in reality, like in the real world that we are talking about with the Coyotes as a team, Boyd is probably the best chance. But if the Coyotes were not in a massive rebuild, if they had like an actual first line center, 
I do think Keller probably would have had more assists. He would have probably like easily gotten his uh, assist career high um, just because it was that kind of season. Like the fact that what Boyd had 15 goals, I think by the end. Well, Keller's also a pass first guy. So yeah, everyone's like, no, he's not, but he is. So, which did make the, you know, 28 goals. Very surprising. Uh, Like I did not really expect that to be a significant part of Keller's game. Uh, I thought he would be like more along the lines of Phil Kessel, 44 assists, eight goals. But but now he's just kind of an all around player. Uh, And Travis Boyd, 17 goals to finish off this season. I, I, I have to say like a majority of those have to be Keller's. Like I, I don't, yeah, yeah well, I haven't looked good, it up. A, a good portion of, of boards, go, like not a good portion, but like there was a solid amount of those goals that were also towards the end of the year after Clayton Keller got injured mm-hmm. due yeah. to the whole, you know, what the frick were they doing? Are you not tanking kind of thing? But <laughs> yeah, Boyd did keep things that. going. That made me nervous. That made me so nervous. Those were like the last three games were the only three games I ended up watching after Clayton got hurt. And everyone was like, you're a traitor. I'm like, no, I'm not. I just can't watch the team without Clayton. It sucks. I mean, it you, was, didn't, uh, you didn't miss much. That was a miserable yeah. time. I was, exactly. I'd rather not be miserable and continue on with my life than have to sit through hours of hockey at like 10 o'clock at night for me. It just made sense. Oh, it's fine. Like people will like be talking to me and they're like, how do you watch the Coyotes have such a bad season like day in and day out? And I just get to respond, they pay me. So I don't know why anyone else does it. (laughs) They don't pay me, but I do too much for that stupid team anyways. I should be paid. At this point, they should start paying me. I should not be talking about this on a podcast, but they should. Uh, We'll make some calls. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, you guys don't have to. I did it. Uh, I mean, no, we're. Oh, well, we don't we're, have the power. To, we don't so. have the power. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're just having fun. Um, but let's let's talk about this kid's future, though, because I mentioned it. You know, on my grade, I see this kid as a cornerstone of this franchise coming up into the future. You know, the rebuild. Obviously, he was a huge part of it. He's been a huge part of that first this first year, and I think he is going to be that. You know that key piece moving forward throughout these years um and maybe not in the next couple years because they're still gonna have to you know go through the building process but you know if he really continues to prove himself the way he does i do see this guy as the future captain of the arizona coyotes i was gonna say that that was my that was gonna be my point (laughs) i don't know what else to say that was like kind of my thing i mean i i have to agree with, like, Genther coming up and Doan coming up, which they're not going to be up for the next, like, two years. Right. If Keller continues to play the way he's playing, I had, like, this is kind of a direct quote of what you just said. He's probably going to be the next captain, especially if Chickering gets traded. And, again, I love I love Jacob Chickering. I think he's a great guy, and I think he's a great player and would be a great captain. But I could just see if the rumor is that Chickering's going by the next deadline – then there's no reason why Keller shouldn't be named captain. And again, love Lawson Krause, but it just makes more sense for it to be Keller. I I do think the team is going to go another year without a captain because mm-hmm. I think there's no need to rush. 
but I think it is going to be a situation where there are more clearly defined, you know, leader players. I I cannot imagine Keller playing a single game next year without an A on his chest uh, if there is no C. So I, I think that's big. Uh, you know, let's let's be real, and I am a pessimist. He is coming off a, a leg injury. He should hopefully be fine, but we have unfortunately seen players, you know, miss a step after an injury. I don't think that's going to be the case right now, and I think it's still way too early to say, but uh, it is something where if Keller comes back and he is the same player, he is only going to continue to improve. But Didn't he say like two weeks ago that he'll start skating in three weeks? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm so mad about that. I am very upset about that. I mean, there's no contact involved. At least let it. Yeah, you know, maybe if he's just taking it easy, you know, we don't know the the, the parameters of what skating means for him. I know, yeah. but when I saw that, I was doing something that day, and when I saw that, I was like, "He's joking, right?" Like he wrote the joke himself. Like this is not funny. What was it? Was that on the last the last home game? Uh, I think, think so. He was wearing yeah. a very fancy hoodie. And and he was, oh my and, god, and, the and, bandana hoodie. Yes. <laughs> the black was, bandana hoodie. One second. And he was interviewing with Biz, I think, right? Uh, that, picture is my, that picture is my phone wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that hoodie, exactly, yeah. Uh, I think he was with Biz and um, Todd Walsh. Matt McConnell. Or Todd Walsh, Walsh yeah. No, it was Biz, yeah. It was Biz and Todd Walsh, yes. Yeah. Only so, I would know that for sure. I always, I always forget who who does the interviews. It makes me feel bad. But, but yeah, no, uh, I, I think he will hopefully, you know, be able to kind of just come back. And I, I kind of want him to just focus on hockey and his recovery. I that's why I don't want him to be wearing a C next season. Well, yeah, it's not going to be next season. Um, I think because again, they're in that rebuilding year. There's like. You, there is no rush on that. Even on the t- on like teams that you know, like you know the expansion teams, they never named a captain right away, and they were kind of just even though like they were some of like Vegas, for example, was good right out the gates. They didn't even have a captain for three years. Like the Rangers, not that this matters, but the Rangers have been without a captain since they traded Ryan McDonough. I only know this because I live in a Rangers house, but like they have not named a captain since they traded away Ryan McDonough to Tampa. And I want to say, like, they have, like, six alternate captains or something like that right now. We're and seeing it's, like, a lot ridiculous. more of that. Yeah, we're yeah. seeing a lot more a lot more cases about that. And maybe the Coyotes will do something like that for two, three years. But, I, but like, if Keller continues the, that trajectory, like, it's, it will be hard to make not make a case against him. Like, he's, he's, you know, writing will be on the wall at that point. Especially because... I think Coyotes fans expect a Coyotes captain to be a long-term like part of the team, to be a like a thing that's more than you know the Rangers expect their captain. Well, yeah, to be. because they got they, or, they were so freaking used to Shane Doan for how many years? <laughs> yeah, Shane Doan, then OEL. How long was OEL captain like for? Off of my, I want to say it was pretty long, right? Like I know um, he was captain, but. One year fewer than Tockett was head coach because first year it was the same kind of all A situation. So that would be like what five years? Um, was it four? Four or five? I think something four. like that. Yeah, I would need to double check, but 
definitely like he was with the team for a long time. Like I, I don't think like the Coyotes fans are going to accept a captain who just was like acquired via trade. They need to have been, you know, like drafted and like submerged in a like clay basin for a week in the desert and just all kinds of other things. So Clayton Keller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Clayton Keller. <laughs> Pretty much. He li- he lives in Austin Matthews' house. I mean, it has to just make sense. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that that's, uh, that that's is where those thing too. The relationship between Clayton Keller and Austin Matthews has gotten me too many connections within that family. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so Austin Matthews come home. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. much. That's all. That's all I can say about that. Ah, uh, that's that, that's another whole topic that we can, we can have like a whole episode on because a lot of people here in here in Arizona love Austin Matthews. Ah, uh, I mean he built he was built here so. Well, he comes yeah, home. He, he comes home for summer, doesn't he? Like he flies yeah, he back does. out. Yeah, he off. does. There, I think what. There, there are like like some summers when like you'll have some like Mitch like like Mitch Marner come by with them and they'll ride those like bird scooters around around Scottsdale. It's like <laughs> those things are the best. <sighs> and I don't get to see it because I live about a hundred miles away from there. But you know, it's fine. We don't have the scooters in Phoenix either, or my part of Phoenix. So I mean, we have I scooters. Don't... We have scooters in Tucson, but. I miss like the scooters. I miss the rent bikes. Like when I lived in Tempe, everything was like a lot more, you know, transport friendly for pedestrians. Uh, my current neighborhood, not so much. Yeah, it'd be like that. But anyways, we are running out of time on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Um, so first, we're gonna thank uh, thank Cam for coming on. We really appreciate you. Uh, being awesome and coming on this show and talking Clayton Keller. Um, Not a problem. I'm no, always down to talk about Clayton all the time, any time of the day. You ask, I am 100% <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we'll keep, we'll, 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 hold, we'll hold that to you. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I mean, again, 3 a.m., you of- get a call, you're just like, we quick, we have a Clayton Keller emergency podcast. Emergency. <laughs> I can do it. At 3 a.m., I mean, I might not be awake. I'll be, like, half awake, but still, I could do it. Uh, Your phone will be on Do Not Disturb, so that'll be the problem. No, I will make sure my phone's not on Do Not Disturb that night on purpose. (laughs) I won't see it coming, but I'll just stop putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. Or just have at least the podcast DM, like, no matter what, breaks blue, Do Not Disturb at any time. Exactly. We'll set up an emergency signal somehow <laughs> it's a, it's just do not disturb and then it's like you could do that on an iphone where you could like edit i don't know how to explain it you could edit like what you want your like do not disturbs to be so you could do full do not disturb or you could have like specific notifications come through i could do that and put everything else on do not disturb but twitter or i can't do it but twitter but like your guys podcast and just have that happen Sick. Uh, i i I mean, even with the time difference, if there's an emergency thing at either midnight or 1 a.m., I'm probably not going to be up to talk about it. So, I mean, it's almost midnight for me right now. So, <laughs> well, we should get get ready to end things up then, because we got we are going we're running out of time on this episode. We are technically a little bit over time, 
But once again, thanks for coming on. And thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coyotes. On Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. That is Robin with a Y underscore L E A N O. Carl Pavlock is Carl Pavlock FFH. Cam, would you like to share with our listeners where they can follow you? Uh, my Twitter is at Looking Tragic. It's just like L O O K I N G. It's a song by AFI. Um, that's mainly it. I'm not really exciting anywhere else. Yeah. So. Well, that's that, that's that's where you can follow follow Cam. But anyways, once again, thanks to everyone for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl. Oh, I have to do that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>